Hello, friends, and happy Sunday. I guess that might be new news for you guys. We actually record on Sundays. So this Sunday is looking a little bit different. Trent is actually away on an exciting mission that I hope he will share with all you listeners so very soon. But that's just leaving me on this Sunday. And I wasn't going to do a recording But then I had a random thought this morning, and I just felt this pull to share. Hey friends, and welcome to True Talks with Trent. And Tanya. On this podcast, we share real, raw conversations to provide you with the skills, tools, and encouragement you need in reaching your most authentic self. From trauma, healing, and reprogramming, This podcast will cover all areas of self-discovery. Let's dive in. So today I'm going to be sharing a little bit of insight on our inner dialogue and how that inner dialogue can truly impact our lives, our actions, and really how we show up in this universe. So to give you a little bit of Um, background, I'm just going to share how this all came about this morning. So this morning I was sitting there drinking my coffee. I had gone to the gym. I woke up early this morning, got my time in for myself before a busy morning of hockey with my family. And I was looking at my week ahead Now, this week, there wasn't a whole lot of plans, so I thought to myself, what a great opportunity to do some things this week that really fill my bucket, that make me feel good and make me feel alive. So I was thinking about those activities, and here in Saskatchewan, where we are from, it has been freezing cold, like freezing, freezing, minus 40s, minus 50 almost one day. It has been insanely cold. And last year, I had actually started cross-country skiing. Uh, with my sister and my husband and I found out that I really love it and I think it has to do with the fact that it's outside it's easy on the joints it's relaxing I can take in the scenery but I still feel like my body's getting moving and it's just like an all-around just it just makes me feel good so I was thinking about okay this week the weather's supposed to be hopefully nice. And I thought it would be a great opportunity for me to get out and enjoy some cross-country skiing. So here I am thinking about that and thinking about how great it's going to make me feel. And suddenly this little, little inner dialogue voice, which I think everyone can relate to that we have it, says to me, you can't go by yourself. You have never gone cross-country skiing on those trails by yourself. So you're probably going to get lost. And I was thinking in my head, as soon as it came out as a thought in that inner dialogue, I was thinking, what a horrible dialogue. This is trying to ruin my beautiful idea of me filling my bucket this week. Now to expand on that inner dialogue, think about it. 
think about how many times we have conversations with ourselves, right? It happens all day, every day. I'm walking down the street and I'm like, oh, that's a new sign that has gone up. I didn't notice that sign before. Or I am walking with my kids and I'm thinking, oh, their shirt's a lot dirtier than I thought it was when we left the house. That inner dialogue is always there. Now, the key in all of this, though, is that it's okay for that dialogue to be there. But how is that dialogue showing up for you? Now, in this particular case this morning, I realized how restricting that dialogue was in that exact moment. Now, usually in the past, I would have just let that thought go right through, let that dialogue impact me. And I probably wouldn't have gone cross-country skiing. Now, being in a state where I have become very aware of my body and very aware of my thoughts, I am now able to acknowledge that dialogue. So as soon as that dialogue came in this morning, I stopped it right away and I was like, no, (laughs) this is not going to happen. I am not letting this dialogue hinder my week. So I asked myself, and this is all, this is all a conversation with myself. This is a thought process. So as you can see, a lot is going on (laughs) in these like quick, I don't know, let's say 10 to 15 minutes that I'm sitting there just enjoying myself in the morning. Um, I thought to myself, okay, what is the worst that can happen? Really, if if I go cross-country skiing by myself, what is the worst that could happen? Now, the worst that's going to happen is I'm probably going to get lost on the trail and I'm going to have to float a map or um, I'm going to go down a hill that's really slippery and probably wipe out and I could possibly hurt myself. But will I get back up? Most likely because it's happened many times. So When I was able to bring awareness to what the worst that could happen, I started to realize that at the end of the day, those things were not as scary as that initial self-dialogue wanted it to be, right? That self-dialogue, that ego, that fear-led based thought wanted um, the cross-country skiing to not happen right? It put all of these like, what if scenarios into my head, but all those what if scenarios were kind of small in the big picture. And as I uh, made room to think about that, I realized that it's not so bad. So at the end of the day, I thought, okay, well, I just got to make sure I plan out. So I'm going to look today on my trail, on my route. Um, I'm going to make sure that I have my phone on me just in case an injury happens, just in case I get stuck lost in the bush somewhere. Um, Because all those are problems I can fix and I can overcome. They're not um, life-threatening. It's not something that um, I feel is strong enough to make me not go. But the point of that... (laughs) 10 minute conversation with myself this morning, it brought a lot of awareness to other times in my life that I have really stopped 
um, doing something or I didn't create an opportunity to align with who I really was or what I wanted to really do because of that self-dialogue, um, ego-based, fear-based driven thought process that had stopped me. And I started to think about how many times this has showed up in my life. And it was absolutely incredible to think about it. So another recent one was, um, well, I guess this podcast, This that was a huge one um, with my podcast. This podcast, when Trent and I wanted to start it, um, there was so much excitement. There was so much um, alignment that I could feel that it was driven to my purpose about where I wanted to be and how I want to show up right now. But then there was this self-dialogue that told myself, like, who am I to share? Who is going to want to listen to my experiences? And I really didn't give any credit or validation to what I had to give. And I was always open to receiving, but when it came to me offering and giving, I really devalued myself. And I didn't honor the experiences that I have gone through and the hardships that I've gone through um, and the patience and self-discovery and learning and all these opportunities and all these positions I was placed in, I wasn't honoring them. So once I was able to see that that self-limitation thought process, that self-dialogue wasn't serving me. I was able to really tune in to see how valid my voice was and how um, focusing on knowing that this action of creating this podcast was in true alignment of how I wanted to show up, that just kept driving me. So I was able to acknowledge those um, self-dialogue, self-limiting thoughts and say, "Mm -mm, you are not serving me. You need to go. I need to keep moving forward. Because if I would have let those um, thoughts control me, this wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. And that's insane to think because for so many situations in my life, I think there was that limitation that didn't allow me to align because I allowed it to stall me, to stall my progress, to stall who I was. So no wonder there was so many moments of disconnect with my body because I wasn't allowing all of the passions, all of the things that felt good to drive through because ego, fear, self-limitations were standing in the way of me. Another one I'm going to talk about quickly is about career. Now, some of you might not know this, but I am actually a teacher by trade and I have a beautiful um, family of five littles. We have a combined family, uh, Cody and myself together. That's my husband. And so it is a busy household. So when we had talked about me revisiting back to my nine to five teaching position, there was a lot of conversations behind that and what that looked like moving forward for myself, for my family, and how if it was even a real how I wanted to see the reality play out is going back to that nine to five job. 
So when we had conversations about that and me maybe taking a different avenue, there was a lot of scary self-limitating dialogue that followed, right? It's the, well, I can't follow something I love. I have a job that's secure. I have a constant paycheck. I have my um, pension. I have my sick days, right? I have my, it, it was a security blanket. And I had really honored my career because um, during my um, career, I had taken and finished my schooling as a new mom of a newborn at two months. So I had really pushed myself to get my career in my teaching field. Um, I finished my school with a brand new baby and it was just a lot of work. So every time I thought about walking away from that, that like self-destruction guilt came over that self-talk, that self-limitation because I had worked so hard at one part of my life for that position. So the fear of giving it up really limited me. Now, I then thought about all of the beauty that would come if I wasn't at my typical nine to five job, right? What would that look like? What what would I be doing to contribute? I'm someone I need to work. I love being with my kids. I love... um, spending time with them, but I know I am a better mom, a better wife, a better filled human when I have the ability to find purpose in career. So I had to ask myself, you know, what does that look like? What is a job opportunity that's going to give me passion and excitement and joy um, outside of being a mom and still, you know, making money, but working on my hours. Um, and that's a whole nother podcast on how that played out, but there was a lot of fear based, um, thought processes while making those choices. And I really wanted to just sit in a bubble. And I remember making the decision if I should go back after my maternity leave with my last little one. Uh, This was now a year ago. And I had so much anxiety. It was absolutely insane. Like it made me want to puke. And the thought of having to um, speak about it with people when people said like, oh, are you going back? I just like it. It used to just feel so toxic and horrible inside. I just felt like I wanted to throw up every time someone asked me because I didn't know what to do. I felt so stuck. And as I kept feeling this way, I started to ask myself, like, why am I feeling this way? And it was because that thought process, that thought process of like, you can't stay, you can't leave the comfortable. You have to stay in the comfortable. And so I really had to dig into that thought process and ask myself, like, is this a life I want to live? You know, do I want to live a life of alignment and passion and something I love and something that works for my family and something that, you know, allows me opportunity and energy um, to live a life with the purpose that I want to lead. And so once I was able to define that a lot of my choices in my life were led by that self-limitation conversations with myself. I was able to understand that I didn't want that to constantly be what held me back. So I just want you to ask yourself, um, you know, anything in your life, 
anything that you're going on, or even maybe just to recognize um, in your upcoming days, maybe <laughs> the next couple of days, just be aware how those conversations are looking with yourself. You know, are you, are you really like talking to yourself in an appropriate matter or are you, um, that like uplifts you and motivates you and excites you, or are you having conversations with yourself and having that little dialogue in your head, um, hinder and really stall your progress? Um, this can show up again too, in so many other forms, you know, like you're having, um, a great day and you're making progress on something that you've been working hard on and then you hit a blockage. Is that self-dialogue saying like, I told you, you're a failure, you can't do this. Or is the self-dialogue saying, you know what? No, this is okay. This is a learning opportunity. So really be aware of how you are talking to yourself in your head, in your head. I mean, we should all talk to ourselves so beautifully <laughs> in front of the mirror every morning and tell ourselves that we are like the most incredible humans and we are doing the best we can because you all are. But be more aware, I think, in how you speak to yourself with your self-conversation and dialogue. So to wrap it up, I don't know. I just I just wanted to share that because I could have let that dialogue hinder my week, but instead I'm going to find solutions. I'm going to look at that narrative and realize that that narrative is not correct. And I can find solutions to anything it's trying to bring attention to. And I am going to lead a week with filling my bucket, with doing things that make me feel good and fuel me because that's when I have the ability to live a life I love in full alignment when I am able to just laugh and enjoy my moments and create opportunity and space just to grow and to be free and to just do what I really want to do, lead with passion and love. So I hope that everyone has a great day. I know that's episode will not be released probably for a couple weeks. But if you are listening to this, please be more mindful the next couple days, how you're talking to yourself and be aware if that self-dialogue is trying to limit you or if it's trying to get you to expand and grow and lead a life that you love. I hope you guys all have a wonderful day and we will talk very soon. 